Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining the hot seat today, Polk County's bilingual podcast. Hoy estamos aquí con La Silla Caliente, el podcast bilingüe de Polk County. Vamos a ver lo que tenemos para ustedes hoy. And we are live, guys. So today we are going to be talking about business matters. So remember, this month we are celebrating Women's International Month. And I have a very special guest with you guys. Um, actually, two special guests. Um, but go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, Iris. Thank you for having me here. And uh, my name is Ana Rivera. And I am the president and founder of the Puerto Rican Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Uh, we're celebrating 15 years uh, this, this past January, and I'm also the Deputy State Director for Women's Affairs for Women for LULAC, uh, League of United Latin American Citizens. So thank you for inviting me. Awesome. No, thank you so much. And who is this handsome gentleman you have here next to you? Thank you, Iris. Good morning. Uh, my name is David Ramos. I am the Treasurer of the Puerto Rican Hispanic Chamber of Commerce of Polk County. And I've been doing that since 2007. Nice. Uh, so uh, I'm pretty much the one who watches uh, the nickels, uh, the pennies and nickels. I'm going to make sure we stay on budget. Uh, we've been fortunate to get uh, grants and um, other uh, benefits to nice. help out our uh, members. And so we continue to do good work and we'll do good work for quite a while. And that's awesome. You guys are such a dynamic duo. I love both of you guys. I really do. Uh, it's been you. such a pleasure being able to have met you guys and just literally, guys, I've known them, what, a whole whopping few months <laughs> since November. Since well, November. we officially uh, met on November the 4th during the uh, Hispanic Expo in Haines yes. City, but yes. we informally met online on Facebook. I think I posted something and it was too funny how it went about that. Guys, how embarrassing, right? So I was trying to be funny and it really was the wrong time. And it's like the first impression. I'm thinking, you know, first impressions matter. And Anna probably thought, who's this clown? Well, actually, I thought I said, I've never been asked that question when it comes to that. But but there's always a first for everything. And um, of course, it had to be me. Surprisingly, when I did answer you back, I said, you know what, if you want to know a little more about it, why don't you come and, and see me at the uh, Hispanic uh, Expo in Haines City? And I'd love to you know, meet up with you and, and chat some more. And, and you can pick my brain and I can pick yours. And all of a sudden, voila, she was. Of I, course, I had to try to make it right. My goodness. <laughs> I was like, oh, Dios mio, me and my mouth sometimes, you know? Hey, I think that's probably why we connected because I've been told that I have a mouth. And, and I'm like, oh, well, what, what, whatever, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm Puerto Rican, so I think that people, especially the Puerto Rican raised in the South Bronx, you know, it, it, you, you kind of like get that little edge on the shoulder and you think that other people are the same way, but no, <laughs> once we moved to Florida, it did. I noticed it wasn't like it, that. It's a different world. It really is. Oh, God. So today we're talking about business matters. And obviously to me, like how perfect to have you talking about that uh, with your background. So give us a little quick background in, in what made Ana Rivera. Oh boy. Businesswoman. <laughs> well, um, it, it's funny you ask that because sometimes when people ask me, they're like, but you've really never owned, owned a business. And I said, I did for a very short time, 
but I, I was more involved in wanting to help other companies make money because if they made money, my check would reflect that. So when um, I graduated from the High School of Art and Design, I had applied to Parsons School of Design. I wanted to be a fashion designer. And I have al had always been that. But my mom just told me, you need to learn how to sew. I said, no, I'm going to be the type of designer that I will tell other people how to create. And obviously, um, I was living in a bubble when that I said that. <laughs> so um, I graduated from high school um, from Arden Design on 57th Street in New York, and I ended up in Parsons. The first semester, my whole grant went on that first semester. And so now I was flat broke. I could not continue school. And I, was, I always wanted to go to um, Parsons, and people would tell me, oh, but go to Fashion, you know, fashion Institute. And I said, yeah, but all of my friends are there, and I know I am not going to finish what I started. So I had gotten a call from my uh, high school uh, homeroom teacher, Frank Monarchio. He was my, also my fashion design instructor at the school. And he says, Annie, have you gotten any information from the Flemington Fur Company? I'm like, what again? No, no, no. Who are they? Don't you remember that in January of this year, of 1976, you had applied to a scholarship for the Trap Hagen School of Fashion. I said, well, I probably didn't get that because it's like for people all hoity-toity. And he says, no, I just got a letter that says that you were awarded that. I'm like, well, I haven't gotten anything. So, well, then check your mail and let me know. This was close to almost January now. And I said, that'd be great, but all right, okay, so I wait. So I get home and voila, there's a express mail. They didn't have FedEx yet. Uh, express mail from the United States Postal Office. And my mom says, ¿Qué es esto? What is this? ¿Qué es esto? Que es duro y, y tuve que firmarlo y tú sé que no me gusta firmar. I don't like to sign anything that I don't know what the hell I'm signing for. So I said, well, then open it. So she opens it and she looks and it's a huge certificate and it says, um, Full ride scholarship awarded to Miss Anna I. Rivera Ocasio by the Flemington Fur Company of New Jersey oh, to wow. attend a full ride to Trap Hagen School of Fashion. I was like, holy sh balls. <laughs> and Jan that same, a couple of weeks later, I had to meet with the director, and her name was Wanda Wadalka. I will not ever forget her name because she was a very nice woman. And I was awarded my scholarship at 21s, and every single Latino waiter and busboy that was in that room serving all of these guests, and when they hear my name and they ask me, where are you from? I says, um, I'm from, I don't care, I'm from the 175th Street and Prospect Avenue, I'm Puerto Rican, and all of a sudden, <laughs> the ones that were clapping and screaming were <clears throat> the, the busboys and the waiters. And Mayor Beam, this short guy, he was shorter than I, <laughs> gave me my um, my check. Well, the check was already obviously, you know, claro, claro. it said voided, not a real check, but they were giving me a copy of it in a big foam board thing, and Mrs. Wadalka was there. And I started at Traphagen. And during that time at Traphagen, I, want, I, I wanted to move fast and 
my husband tells me that I, I tend to do that way too fast. So we definitely have a lot in common. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't go by step. I'll do the steps, but those steps are like thirty like, seconds yeah. each yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. So I want it now. <laughs> I saw I would I needed to get a uh, at least a part time job or something. So I see an ad in the um, career services department, their bulletin board, and it says interns needed for buying department at Bloomingdale's and you will get a salary oh, plus get your, get yeah. your um, credits for class. And um, Mrs. Wodalka says, but you're not taking merchandising. Yes, I am. I have to merchandise these designs. I, I, please give me the recommendation. <laughs> and boom, I got in. I learned, I thought I was going to learn how to, you know, buy women's clothing. No, they put me in the men's department. So I learned about men's furnishings, all sorts of things of how to dress up a man to look like the nines. But I was in the import division for them and I learned that part of the business of design. I graduated and I ended up then working for a company as a children's wear designer till 1986. That is so awesome. And then from there, I moved to Puerto Rico, and I utilized my intern background to become a buyer on the island for the district of JCPenney. And I took care of all the stuff for their two stores on the island. And then I moved back to New York, started working again. And so I've always been involved in product and helping to launch product. Um, isn't that fun though? Like, oh yeah. Isn't it exciting? Like, and that's honestly, I, I do a lot of different things. Um, but when it's a product launch for me, it's just it's so exciting. Even oh, yeah. if it's not your own product, because it's it's being part of that whole process. And part know? of the process that I did with the children's wear industry was launching licensed goods, meaning, you know. Harry Potter, we had to do a presentation for them so they can give us the license. The same thing with Batman, Eloise, Barbie, all sorts of things. Oh, wow. And I used to get a kick out of having my son model my Batman and <laughs> Superman and, and all of these uh, pajamas. When I told him that we got Pokemon, he just like flew off the roof, you know? <laughs> and then, um, but then 9 11 hit. Yes. And my husband and I decided that our five-year plan to move to Florida had turned into a two-year plan. Yeah. And so we moved here, and um, it was funny because we were like, so what are we going to do then? I said, well, we'll sell the house, and we'll put monies aside for two years to see if something kicks. And if it doesn't, then we're just going to have to put our tails back in and go back up north. But lucky enough, it didn't. So we landed, uh, I think it was October of 2002, and we put our son in, in Catholic school, and we just took off just applying for jobs and jobs and jobs. I ended up getting a job in January of 2003 for a company called Yadro. And Yadro is a fine porcelain uh, figurines and more like sculptures out of Spain. Now, I knew about Yadro because of what I used to have to buy in Correct. my stores in Puerto Rico. And um, I became the director just out of a fluke, became a director <laughs> for them. And I learned there not only um, that I already knew about buying and reselling, but also how to lead a team of professional salespeople that were more like consultants than anything. Um, and I started to connect with the Tampa Bay community and having events. Uh, I mean, there were things that I was learning that I knew of, but I had not practiced. Correct. What helped me with that job was that I knew about 
art, that I knew about people appreciating art, and that I was able to work with all types of people because of the background that I have. So I said, okay, so I know about product. I know about, I had to have my own open to buy because as the director of these galleries, you had an open to buy to purchase the articles that were going to be highlighted by Yadro. So there were some store managers calling me and says, I don't think I have enough money for the Christmas ornaments. I says, well, you didn't do your open to buy correctly. You didn't submit it because if you're chopping away on your monies, how you plan to sell, outsell what you sold last year. And so those kind of things kind of helped me, which was, you know, programming and planning ahead and um, cleaning out merchandise and all of that. And then um, they decided to not do retail anymore and have galleries, so they shut down and they offered me one of the galleries. And I said, I don't have a, I don't have one hundred fifty thousand dollars as a startup. So we eventually, what we did was, I had to go and start looking for work again. And um, surprisingly, I get a call from Kaiser University when they were setting up in their Lakeland campus, and I did. They said, you have a way of communicating with people, and we met you through an event, which was the Father Quinn um, golf tournament for my son's Catholic school, and I had donated the Pope piece, which is a oh, retired nice. piece. They don't make that piece anymore, oh, wow. so whoever got that, mm, yeah, it's worth <laughs> a lot of money, and um, so... The, one of the persons that were um, sponsoring the event was Kaiser University, and I and I had sent out there. So you're that lady that that, that showed up, at, uh, yes. And so I was there with them for four years. Oh, wow. But during that time, I met a lot of people um, while I was still in Yadro, and one of them was this woman uh, from Sarasota who told me, you know, Polk County is growing and. There's nobody there making any waves. What's going on with the Latinos there? And she introduced me to this gentleman in Miami by the name of Luis de la Rosa, who, own, who owns and runs his Puerto Rican chamber and also a, um, an incubator down there as well. So my husband and I took a trip down to Miami and I presented to them why I feel that it's important for an organization such as the Chamber of Commerce to give voice and to give empower a community that's growing by leaps and bounds. And, and it is crazy how quickly it grew here. I know when we moved here, I was in, in elementary school, we moved from New York as well, and literally you can count the Hispanics yeah. here. Like it was a little El Barrio here in Winter Haven, and that was like everybody was concentrated in there. It was just a little bit. Now the, the Hispanic population here has grown tremendously. It's unbelievable. And um, right now our numbers uh, are any they're close to a la par to the states. The state has about twenty seven to twenty nine percent Hispanic population. Polk County has 27. We have surpassed wow. the African-American um, community by 10 points. And a lot of people say, well, why is that? You people make a lot of babies. I said, no, <laughs> it's sometimes a lot somos of... Caliente, <laughs> I said, I, I think it has a lot to do with looking for you know, opportunities elsewhere. Correct. So when we started the chamber, um, I brought it, the idea to my husband. He said, well, what do you know about running a chamber? I said, well, I belong to the chamber in San Juan, I figure it's networking, making connections, and getting the actual information that you need. 
But then Luis de la Rosa really opened my eyes and so did Frank Nieves, who also was part of the uh, coalition. They said, no, what you're going to do is you're going to not only have a membership, but you're going to lead them to not be afraid and lead them in the right direction. Um, and I have to say, and, and not just because you're here in front of me, but I do have to say that um, from my experience and from the feedback that I've gotten from other people, um, you know, there's many chambers that one can join. But the fact that you just said that, the leadership, you do such a great job. And I just want you to know that, that we greatly appreciate it. Um, it makes my job easier, right? Because I have clients that trust me. And I always tell people when I refer them to someone, either it be the chamber or anybody, it, it's my name on the line too. Because mm -hmm. if it, the experience is not good, they're not going to be mad at Anna. They're going to be mad at Iris. And everybody that I have either connected with you or through you, they are just so ex excited. They are very grateful. And it just it speaks volumes because, again, yes, the chamber has that responsibility, but a lot of chambers don't do it. It's you know, it's more of just a membership and that's it, but what's the benefit, you know? And at the end of the day, we all are looking for that, especially these small businesses that they don't have a lot of funding. And if they are investing that money, they're trusting that they're getting not just advertising or networking events, but help me. If I have a question, guide me, you know, provide resources. So, and, and it's great because you actually, you do that. So thank you. Thank you, thank you. Um, you know, it, it was really hard at the beginning because I had those other chambers asking me why a Hispanic chamber, mm -hmm. why a Puerto Rican chamber. And I said, um, I simply told them, You're, you don't have members or you don't have a staff or a team that can mend themselves into or weave themselves into our demographic. You, we do things differently than you, and I don't want to exclude them by saying you, but it's that corporate mentality like, right. okay, I signed up another person so that I still have a job. You know, these kind of things. We're all non-for-profits, but I don't make any money from this. Mm -hmm. This, whatever comes in, goes out to pay for events, for the website, for the post office, for this, for that. It, it's just to keep it going, and we've kept it going for, so far for 15 years. Um, and congratulations, because I know that's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not, and no one has really, you know, I've had people say, oh, well, I want to, you know, be part of this and that. And when I, t I request certain things, they're like, oh, well, I, I don't know if I can do it. And I, and I understand that because I've had to do it. And I right. did it while my son was running for office. <laughs> I had to, like, do that, work full time, and help my son with his, his, you know, his campaign. I had to work full time, run the chamber, and take care of my husband while he ha had gone uh, under, you know, for a quadruple bypass. So, it, you know, you have to learn how to be a juggler, uh, a juggler, hello, a juggler, yeah. because um, this is, life is a circus. It's a three it ring circus. Really and you need to know how to be the master of ceremonies, be the guy who cleans up after everything yeah. <laughs> else, and at the same time, juggle everything that's going on and, and take a deep breath and says, Okay, I think that went up, that came out okay, you know, um, and and it's it's crazy, but I get an adrenaline 
you know, fix from everything that I do when... Again, you and I have so much in common because I completely understand exactly what you're saying. I wonder if I have ADHD or something. (laughs) I always joke and say I have adult ADHD because I do. And I start off, and even like cleaning in La Casa, right? I start off here and then I stop there and then I go there and... So it, it's David has to always remind us, put it on your phone, put it on your calendar, put it in this. I'm That's so old school, too. it's funny. I'm so, I'll put it on the phone, I'll put it on the tablet, I put yeah. it on my day book, I put it all over the place because I want to make sure that I don't forget something. And I'm getting to that age. I'm 64 now. and But you look amazing, girl. Okay. I know, everybody tells me that, but you know, I have to, I have to take good care of myself so that I can keep on going Correct. for when I do pass the torch to the next generation of this chamber because I don't want it to just stop when I retire. It just can't because ever since we opened this chamber, we have, you can go to Lakeland, you can go to Winter Haven, you can go to Bart, you can go to all sorts of pockets and you'll see restaurants on you know run by uh hispanic food trucks barbershops mm-hmm. doctor's offices lawyers offices car dealerships you know special events people it is we are now we are now the majority and yes. a lot of people are like well why do you call yourself the majority I says, well we have we have the dollar to spend we have the dollar to invest and we have the means to do all of those and we're not afraid anymore whether we speak the language in English or not or we chop it up or anything like that um, we're here to stay and I remember a particular person from a particular chamber asked me so why you know why a Hispanic chamber I said well did you know that for over 300 years the state of Florida its number one language was Spanish the oldest city in this country was founded by Ponce, Juan Ponce de Leon, Spanish. You go to Bartow, you find streets in Spanish. Yeah. You go here, you find streets in Spanish. The name of the state is Spanish. So, you know, it, it says, we were here and we, we are now back to yes. take, not take uh, was ours, it was always ours. It's just to step in and take some oxygen. It's time for us now. Correct. And our members love it when we are part of all these different things that we do. We don't only do membership and business events. We do political hobnobs. We call it the Latin hobnob, where you get to meet the politicians who are running for local, state, and national yes, offices. Actually, I, and I was able to go to the business roundtable that um, the chamber hosted, which was awesome because it's my first time ever doing anything like yeah. that. So I got to meet the candidate that is running for governor, who is Latina, yeah. um, Colombiana. So it was, it was really a great experience, I'll be honest. And again, I am so thankful for you because these are things that, you know, for me, I had not you know, really thought about being important. But now that I am a business owner and that I have other businesses that look to me for guidance, I, you know, it's amazing how important it is to really pay attention, especially to your local elections, you know, and paying attention of who's like, you know, I'm part of one of the boards now for the county. And it's just like, you know, just sitting there and listening to all this stuff. It's like, oh, wow, so much happens that we, not only as business owners, but as Latinos, no sabemos nada. And And it's like, it's so important that we really need to take the time and educate ourselves and get involved. And, and I know that time is, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I have a husband, I have children, I have a grandbaby, I have my business, I have my clients, 
But you need to make time for these things because if not, then where is your growth? As Not only as a business owner, but as a person. As a person. You know, and, and it's just, it, it's mind-blowing to me. It's amazing. I, I remember when um, we were starting this, uh, I says, um, we need to be the resource for our community because, it, it, you know, people were like, oh, I'm going to go to Kissimmee or Poinciana or Orlando for an event, da, da, da. Well, I'm going to go to Tampa for this or da, 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 da. You know, I, we can't do that. We need to um, yeah. learn more. And um, that's why I've gone through, what, four mayors already in Lakeland, Buddy Fletcher, um, uh, Gal Fields, Howard Wiggs, and now with Bill Mutz. You know, so one of the important things is to get into local government, let them know who you are, what you're bringing to the community, because you are an integral part of that community. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just, don't just come cut the ribbon and take off. My, the mayors that have come to our ribbon cuttings, they say, this is, this is so much fun. This is like a party, <laughs> you know, we, we pray and then we, we cut that ribbon and, um, and I, I get, I don't, I don't get excited just because someone signed up. I get excited when I see them five years down the road and they're still doing what they started and they're, they're going forward. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we celebrate that with the Galeon Awards. And a lot of people tell me, why don't you just call it the Puerto Rican Hispanic Chamber of Commerce Awards? And I'm like, no, because the Galeons were the ships that came, that sailed from España, from Spain, and those ships were made <clears throat> specific to travel these these waters because these waters are dangerous. And a lot of them had never traveled those waters. They were always in Europe or India, etc. And so they built these ships, not only to, they were originally warships, but they were merchant ships. They were carrying merchandise. They were carrying goods. They were carrying people to a new world, to a new adventure, to a new journey of the rest of their lives. And they were strong. And this is exactly what our members are going through. You know, they're like, bueno, yo quiero selecto, I want to do this. I said, okay, so boom. So if you survive your first year and you're nominated as a Galleon <laughs> nominee, that alone is an honor to say, I'm Hispanic, I'm a Hispanic business owner, and I'm making a change in my community. And I love, love, love being part of that change. And Orlando, Kissimmee, Poinciana, watch out because Polk County yeah. is catching up at such a fast rate, you're going to be surprised. Yeah. And so, you know, we do that. We do um, things like Band-Aid for Puerto Rico when Maria yes. hit Puerto Rico. Uh, I said, we got to find a way to help out. And uh, what did I do? I picked up the phone, called Howard Wiggs, Mayor Wiggs at that time, says, I need a warehouse. Who can lend me a warehouse? And um, one of the Ruthven uh, sons gave me a tour of a warehouse. It was 5,000, 6,000 square feet. And wow. he says, how much do you think you're going? And Nia says, well, right now I have. And I looked at my spreadsheet. I says, oh, I think I'm going to need something. He says, you need something bigger. He takes me to one on nights. Uh, off of um, Kathleen Road, Night Station, and he gave me, they lent me a 20,000 square foot wow. warehouse, and um, they gave me that for three months. And in those three months, we collected, we staged everything, and we sent out to Puerto Rico over 180,000 pounds of food and water. That's amazing. That's what a chamber does. And we got the other chambers involved. We did articulation programs with them where they would. Um, help each other along with us. You know, I didn't want to exclude them. 
and we are now part of their group. It's called PACE, Polk Associates Chamber Executives. Nice. And we are the only minority led by a, a woman uh, chamber in this group, and that, that's wonderful. And, and all of that is what I want my members to feel proud of, that I'm not just his, a Hispanic business owner. No. I am part of that yes. recipe that succeeds in this county. So. Yeah. Wow. That is awesome. That is so amazing to me. Now, real quickly, for anyone listening here and they've had a bad taste in their mouths from chambers or were displeased, what would be your advice to them? First of all, come to networking events of the Puerto Rican Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and see the family-oriented way that we do things. We are about three things. There are three C's, community, culture, and commerce. We do business the other way around. We don't start with commerce. We start with building a community, embracing the community where we're gonna do business, and then that community will learn about our culture, what makes us tick, and we learn about their culture and what makes them tick. Hey, see, that's so funny, and that's why I say that we have so much in common, because when I started Presidential Family Group, um, you know, when I started structuring it, that's for the past year, that's what I've worked on is building a community. Because for me, and you know, sometimes people would criticize me, well, you host all these free events and you're not making any money. And, and I get that. But what people don't understand, yes, I, I opened my company obviously because I need to make money. I have bills to pay too. But my passion to help other people, I'm not gonna put that aside. So, you know, I know what it's like to be a single mom. I was that for 16 years. I know what it's like to be a woman. I know what it's like to be Hispanic. And I know that sometimes opportunities really aren't there. And if they are, they come with conditions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for the past year, I have built a network of at least 30 small businesses, most of them Hispanic women. Um, There's a mix of us in the group. And I absolutely love it. I love it. And I'm like, I'm just, it, it excites me to know that, you know, here I am, little video Iris with PFG doing something that you know i i i, I admire you definitely you know, admire we've, you we've so. had uh, we've had uh, uh often we've had minority business owners come to us and say that they'll pay 400 or 500 a year to oh, uh, I know. another chamber and they they say to us well, what are we getting for this I mean, for for what we pay i mean we don't see what we're really getting out of it except maybe being invited to one event or just to shake hands. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. But what our chamber does, uh, I mean, we're proactive. You know? uh, we're not stagnant. And we look at trends. We look at what the future holds. We have events. We have these networking events. We have um, uh, events where we invited uh, Charlie Chris, uh, Tadeo, mm-hmm. I forgot her first name. Um, a couple of years ago, we had Bill Nelson. So we get involved with that as well uh, to voice Rick our Scott. concerns that our members tell us. But but as I said, some of the, some of these minority businesses who go to other chambers, they're not really getting a lot for their money. They're, they're not getting and that I value. Think, I think our membership structure is, I think, is the cheapest a, affordable. <laughs> yeah. I think within their budget because they're small business. And uh, but we're up we're up front and we tell them this is what we can do for you. Correct. And we Correct. have a website. We have. Uh, um, other members and their uh, what they 
said about us. And, it, and it's funny because since I've been with you guys, I mean, I've connected with other members too, and, and it's been about building relationships. You know, we've helped each other out with, hey, do you know someone that does this or that? And, and, and I love that because, again, that, that's what I'm mm-hmm. here for, you know, and, and I love the, like you said, it's the, the community, the relationships. It, it's, it's amazing. It really, really is. A lot so of you've our, done a great job with that. Thank you. A lot of our, our small businesses um, during the, the onslaught of COVID, they, just, they were struggling. They didn't know what to do. And I had to give them ideas of, of what they needed to do. And I also gave them all the federal information for them to sign up right away. And they were thanking me. They were like, oh, my God, I got the $10,000 and I don't have to pay you back. Oh, my God, this and this and that. And, and, you know, and I says, you know, you're a beauty salon. I know a lot of people are not coming. Have you ever thought about going mobile? Have, you know, it, and you these see, and kind of things. your business brain, you know, and so that's the other thing. It's like you have your business brain at your disposal if you're, you know, a member, which is amazing because you've been in business a long time. You know certain tricks it honestly and i'll say it old school way of doing business is so important because this new generation is completely clueless to it and you know like not too long ago we had that thing where the internet you know facebook and instagram were down and people were freaking out and here i am just feeling all comfortable because guess what i i love old-fashioned networking so i have people's emails i have people's phone numbers we talk to people you know it's like go to the business and go introduce yourself you know, it's one of the things um, that we did in Lake Wales when um, my client Kairos was launching the, the KN of Lake Wales. We went door to door to all the businesses in that area with little flyers just introducing ourselves, exactly. you know, letting them know, hey, look, they're coming into town. People probably don't do that anymore. But you know what? It took a couple hours. We had a great time. We had a little bit of exercise in there, right? I was walking around Lake Wells, downtown Lake Wells in my heels, guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and we met a lot of amazing people. Yeah, they're probably very happy that you came to downtown because you're bringing them traffic. Yes, and not only that, it, again, it's those relationships. It's actually... It's going to stand out because who does that anymore? Everybody does everything on social media, which is nothing wrong with that. I get that. It's important. But at the end of the day, having a business owner, because both of the owners were with me and we were walking door to door and introducing. So it, it's it's like, wow, yeah. you know, because you don't see people doing those things anymore. So you make an impression on people, you know. Also, one of the things that I enjoy um, uh, doing with the chamber are ribbon cuttings. Oh, yeah. To, uh, you guys came out to that one, too, and, and it was fun. Because uh, a lot of our members, you know, they're small business and they really can't afford a, a advertising. Correct. Uh, expense, you know, uh, oh, yeah. some minor, but not, you know, not big advertising uh, deals. So we do the ribbon cutting, we do press releases, we try to, we get the uh, the mayor, Mayor Mutz, to come uh, to for do it for us. Or so not, yeah. he's not available, a city commissioner. We've had McLeod uh, yeah. there. And uh, so that's, you know, word of mouth. Yeah, that's of course. It's, it's really important. It's really important to do those things because at the end of the day, that's going to just help. I always say if you start off and you launch on the right direction and you just keep off on that right track, you know, you just it, it's just it keeps on boosting, you know, and it's really important to be able to do that. I know, for example, with KN of Lake Wales, I mean, they started off on the right track. But that day we had two ribbon cuttings. We had the Lake Wales Chamber. We had you guys. We had the mayor there. And literally they're doing such a great job over there. And it's it's impressive. And just to 
have been a little part of that. And and I think you understand what I'm saying. It's that feeling that you get. You get those goosebumps. Yes, you really do. Because it's like, you know, I helped that business do that. You know, I helped empower that business. I helped guide them the right way. And it's very important nowadays to, to be able to do that and, and have someone that's going to be there in that corner for you that if you have a bad day or you're overwhelmed and you're like, oh my God, what do I do? You know, oh, you know what? Let me just call Anna. Let me just text Anna. And you don't get that a lot. No, you don't. So again, thank you. you, you thank you from that. all of us because I know, like, I, and I try to be mindful on the time. <laughs> Well, just let them know that um, you know, there's wonderful women and men who are who are wanting to start up something or who want to connect with people or who already have a business but couldn't be in, a, in an expo or anything like that. They should come to our women's um, summit on March 26. They'll get to meet a lot of people there, and and the summit. A lot of people say, well, are a lot of people coming? I said, a summit is for vendors to meet one another. It's like the largest networking room ever. And um, you'll get to meet each other. You'll get to expose each other's work. And um, I'm going to be filming a lot of stuff. So, you know, it's, it's things that are going to be going on live on Facebook. And um, I'm going to have some of the girls from my Latina Leads program. Oh, i So we'll and get to meet the girls. So Yay. I want them to be hosts to check in vendors and people. And I also want them to be part of the production company of my nice. Get Basa Polk Show, which is another thing that has helped a lot of our vendors. If you do nonprofit events or something like that within your company, I can host you in my Que Pasa Polk government TV show. Because it's a nonprofit, you have to do something that's nonprofit because we can't promote uh, goods on there. But we can promote good deeds. Nice, so. nice. So I will definitely have the links here for you guys. Um, again, that event is on the 26th. It's Saturday. It's going to be in Bartow. I, I'm going to make sure that I put all the information here so you guys can go check it out. But there's going to be lots more events coming. Um, I am going to definitely be more involved with the chamber. Um, we have some news coming shortly to you guys about that. So I'm excited. So you guys need to stay tuned for that because great things are definitely coming. Anna, I just want to say thank you so much from the bottom thank of my heart for you, being thank here. You, thank David, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really, like I said, you guys are amazing. You're my wonderful dynamic duo. I see me and my hubby when I look at you guys. I really do. And I just, I love it. I love to see that with hard work, dedication, you definitely can accomplish the things that you want to. And, and I, I, I want to get there. I want to get there like you are. I want it now, but I know I will get there eventually. Yeah, yeah. But I absolutely, again, thank you so much because I know time is precious. So thank you for being here this Monday morning with us. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for thank being you. on the just, hot seat. I feel hot right now. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. But what the cold front, guys. The cold front. The oh, my cold goodness. Front. Oh, what God. is this? Well, we're semi-retired, so we have a little more time. Than, you know, well, still, it's still valuable, so thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. All right, guys, so we will stay tuned. We'll give you all the information on the summit. And remember, we'll see you guys next Monday, 9 a.m. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to The Hot Seat today, brought to you by PFG. We're super excited to bring you a new episode every Monday morning at 9 a.m. The first episode of the month, it's alive on Facebook. You heard that right. So make sure you check out Presidential Family Group on Facebook so you don't miss a beat.